Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. A strong man is strong as alone. Ever heard that? That's not the saying. That's actually the opposite of what the saying is. But my name's Ricky Whitmer, that's Johnny Carlick, and we are here today to review Justice League, the movie. Well, I added in the movie. I, I kind of feel like it should be like, well, Justice League, well, it needs something. The movie, and... If you're new well, I mean, to, you need to clarify. There's so many other Justice League yeah, things out I there. Yeah, I mean, well, we're going to review the Justice League in general. We're just going to go through all versions of Justice Every League. Every single one. Give our favorite one. No, we're talking about the movie today. And if you're new to a movie review, how do we do it? We give you kind of a non-spoiler spoilery mode. This one's probably going to be like five minutes at most. Yeah, it's Maybe. not going to be It's not going to be super long before we get into spoilers on this. Then we will spoil. However, before we do, we will warn you. Then at the end, we give our review out of five stars. I don't know why I threw a four up there. Five stars. And then we give our show stealer or basically our MVP. MVP gives an MVP for the movie. Also, a little bit of housekeeping before we get in. If you have not already, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. Just another way to help support the channel. And if you ever want to be on a movie review in the future... That's how you do it. Down below in the description is the link. And then also make sure to go on iTunes. If you have iTunes, use iTunes. Or even if you don't, make a name. Go on iTunes. Help us out. Give us a five-star rating. It would really be, it would really mean the world to us. Rick and Johnny Podcast, The Onside Kick, The Fast Break, The Primetime Podcast, giving us all that five-star review. But Johnny, let's get into it. Non-spoilery to start. What were your thoughts of... Justice League. You no, know, I thought it was actually a pretty good movie. There's some things that, like, we actually talked about mm-hmm. in our other podcast that, okay, they made it work the way they did. So, or, or one other podcast, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they made it work the way they did, and I was fine with it, actually. There's some change-ups that, like, made me go, oh, finally! Mm-hmm. And we'll get more into what that was in the spoiler mode of it. Giving oh. that Would giving that away be a spoiler? Yes, it would. Okay. I think it would, okay. sort of. Um, we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk about that. Is it who I think it is? I think so. That we're like, oh, no, he's not in there, but oh, no, he's. we know he's going to be there. Is that who we're talking about? I, I'll get more specific okay. detail about why I go, oh, okay. finally. Anyways, um, a lot of the acting, fantastic. Mm-hmm. from Especially some of the, I want to call them newer people, mm-hmm. the ones that we haven't seen in their roles before, necessarily. Um. Flash was great as Barry Allen. Yeah, Miller was awesome. I loved Momoa as, as Aquaman. Like, there were some people that's like, oh my god, did we really need the like surfer bro like Aquaman? Yeah, we kind of did. It worked really well actually. Because here's the thing I think of, and just to play off of you, the best thing I've liked ever since Jeff Johns and Jeff Johns we trust has stepped in to kind of right the ship, i.e. Kevin Feige style at mm-hmm. Marvel, except Kevin Feige didn't have to save anything at Marvel. No, he was just kind of pulling the strings, making sure that the puppets all fall where they may. Ever since Jeff Johns came in, and I'm using Wonder Woman as that first one, the first thing I've thought about while watching Wonder Woman, now watching Justice League, these are the characters I have fallen in love with in some way, shape, or form. The Flash is comical. Is it the same exact humor you're going to get from the animated series? No. Hell no. But he's still comical. Exactly. In the role they rid him. You have Batman, which this is more of the grizzled Batman, where I saw Batman where it was like, you know what? He doesn't know if he's going to be doing this forever. He's been through a lot. We saw in BVS that he has gone through the death of a Robin. 
maybe potentially that was a throw at Jason Todd that yeah. he's gone through some pain and he's grizzled. We've got Wonder Woman, her normal self of standing up for what is right no matter what it is, and then Superman in this one. Like, he was the Superman that I always remembered. Is that the spoiler? Is that the spoiler you were staying away I, from? We were. Let's be let's be completely honest. I was trying to so stay away from spoilers. We know he's in the film. That's all I'm going to leave it. You know he's in the film. He's in the promotional posters. That's, that's where true. Leave okay, it. that's true. This That's where I will leave it until spoiler, that he is the Superman that I expected. I won't tell you why yeah. until spoiler mode. Exactly. Johnny that's just what looked at me like, what the hell are you I'm doing? I'm like, you're giving man? away a lot more what, than I would think so for non-spoiler mode, honestly. But that... What else did you, because here's one thing I'll ask you. Okay. Is a lot of the kind of criticisms that I have seen of this mainly have to do with the Joss Whedon reshoots. Apparently, Joss Whedon is getting a whole ton of flack for what he's done with this film. What did you think of, more importantly, the jokes in this one? Did you think that any were forced? Because there was a couple reviews that I have watched on YouTube where one to be exact to quote Andre, the black movie nerd, the way he described it was it would have been a, there was, there were times where it'd be a perfect scene. You're like, Oh, that was nice. And then no, no, don't do it. Don't, you don't gotta make that joke. And then they make the joke. I don't know. I, I they, never felt that. No, I didn't either. I mean, you, you can, it sticks with you at least like for the mm-hmm. weekend when you um, see a movie and it's like, yeah, those jokes were, some of those jokes were forced. No, mm-hmm. they were all fluid. They felt fluid. They didn't feel like any of them to me were forced in there. Like, let's just shove this one in here. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that feeling as well. The one character that I would say mainly helped with that was the Flash. Yes. Once the Flash got into the movie, the comedy, it was like, okay, everyone's going to be throwing some comedy out there. But the Flash is going to be strictly comedy. Yeah, well, he's I mean, going to be strictly. But that's what you expect from a Flash character. And I like it because of the way. And we'll then another way. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait for spoiler mode and how he's comedic. Just because after this point, we'll get right into it. Yeah, so make your point here, and then we will give them the whole lowdown on the warning and everything. His his um his type of comedy was perfect for mm-hmm. the character he played. And other than saying that, I don't think I can do anything with without well, spoilers. Let's get into spoiler yes. mode. Before we do, this is your warning. We're going to spoil the shit out of Justice League. So if you have not seen it, first go ahead and see it. What are you doing? Come back. We'll be here if you've seen it. Or if you're like, fuck it, I don't care. We're going to roll right into the non-spoiler or spoiler mode. And Johnny... Go ahead with what you were saying. Okay, so the Flash, it was great because he's like this young kid. He's just getting into, um, but he's awkward as hell. He doesn't mm-hmm. know like so. He's like us. We are not great with social skills. Mm-hmm. So all his like quips, all his jokes are partially that um, <laughs> awkwardness. Yes, and it's it was great. It's like he says to Bruce at one point where when Bruce is like, "We're putting together." Stop right yes, there. I'm in. And he's like, I kind of need friends. friends because the <laughs> the flat and this is the only thing that confused me a little bit, but it didn't really confuse. I'll get into it right now. But the flash that they have set in this universe right now yeah. is a Barry Allen that is you're not quite sure how long he's been the flat. Like the thing that confused me is they tried to do a Barry Allen that is still getting used to his powers. Yeah, it seemed like it. But knows his powers enough to where he's created a suit that is needed to fight certain people. So, like, the one thing that was a big Easter egg to me mm-hmm. is when Batman's describing the suit, and he one little thing that he says talks about, like, the thermal, like, um, resistant you- to cold. Not the, not the NASA thing, but he mentions in, like, oh, like, it's this thing resistant to cold. Why do you think the Flash would need something that's resistant to cold? Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Yeah. So, like, part of me was like, "Huh, this is a Barry Allen that is still very early because he's not working either with Star Labs or he's not a um, in the criminal justice field yet." Being the CSI not until the guy. end of the movie. Yeah, but he's not that guy yet. How early are we, though? Is he still fighting guys like Captain Cold? Is he just learning his powers in 
um, Central City. What is going on with the Flash? It looks like it was a little confusing to pinpoint where exactly he is. He's kind of like timeline. he's like halfway between there. He's like he's starting mm-hmm. off. He's learning from each villain, mm-hmm. which is like he has the ability to make those adjustments on the suit like that because okay. he's so yeah. fucking quick. So you're saying he's fought, he's fought like Captain Cold and stuff, but. He's still new to this. He's still well. I mean, because look, he, like how many times he's tripped over his own feet because True. he's still learning on how, how fast to use he the goes. Powers, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he's he kept tripping over his own like, mm-hmm. like when any look at a, an infant when they first start walking, mm-hmm. they trip over their own feet. Well, Barry Allen's kind of going through the same thing now over again because he's learning his own speed still, which created a great scene where you saw it in the trailer where he just goes. To With, the sword and then trips. and bounce it back, but then who has to save him because he tripped over his feet? Batman. Exactly. Where it's basically grappling hook. Hey, thanks for that one. I kind of <laughs> tripped and was falling. I really like the Flash. I do too. But that's like the next thing I want to bring up is my main thing that, like I said, I've watched some other YouTubers' reviews, gotten what other people have thought, and one of the things that hit me. Okay. And it didn't hit me until after I saw this review of, it was Greg Miller on Kind of Funny, is what he said, him being a DC guy, he's a Superman guy, he put it perfectly. He said, by the time we get to the end of this movie, I don't care, like, I am glad where we're at right now, Mm -hmm. don't care how we got here. Yes, it was so messy of how we got to this point. Going through BVS, going through the Suicide Squad. And this is me now because I know he's a he's a fan of BVS, which I wouldn't agree with totally. But now this is my thought on that. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I also loved where we were at. Mm-hmm. We had an established Justice League. We get a tease of Deathstroke. Lex Luthor is broken out. You can even see in what Lex Luthor is wearing. They're going comic book style. They're yeah. going what I want. They're coming up with Legion of Doom and Justice League. We'll talk a bit about that a little later. But it was messy getting here. But I don't care how we got here. We got here. Exactly. At this point, it's like, fuck it. This is where we're at. Let's focus on the now. Yes, BVS was terrible. Yes, Suicide Squad was terrible. But we're here. Mm-hmm. We are here. And like with Superman, case in point. I told you after we watched this, this is the Superman that I relate, that not relate to, but this is the Superman I remember. This is this what is Superman what we were should for. have been in Man of Steel. Yeah, no, I can. That's the, the oh, finally, when mm-hmm. I said, the one I said in a yeah. non spoiler mode. We finally get the Superman we're supposed to have, the mm-hmm. making joke, like the Boy Scouty jokes. Um, I also believe in justice. Yes. <laughs> um, like when him and Cyborg. Um, they they took apart the three cubes. Yeah. And he goes, I take it back. I want to die. <laughs> I want to die. But he's like laughing about it. That he's was not also, like, that was he's also not a brooding funny part anymore. With Cyborg, where he goes, My feet hurt. How is that possible? My feet hurt. Like, like I don't know the physics of how my feet are supposed to hurt. Like, I'm a cyborg. Yeah, he doesn't have actual feet. Yeah. So everyone gets it. No, but like with Superman, that is what I'm like. Yes. That's the Superman I was looking for. Now, I will say, yes. With that, comes the negative of the thing I didn't like about Superman, well, with their whole story of Superman. Okay. I feel like, here's what I feel, and this is why I'm not going to rag on it a lot. I Mm -hmm. understand why they did this. I wouldn't have done this. Okay. In the movie, they put Superman in the um, Krypton regeneration pool. The goo. And the goo. And basically, Cyborg's like, oh, my God, there's not enough. Basically, they're using the mother box to spark Superman. That's not how it happens in the comic. And I'm not going to be like that guy, "Eh, issue number 54. No, I'm not going to be that guy. It wasn't like it had in the comics. Was it issue number 54, though? No, it wasn't. I don't know what what exact (laughs) issue it was. But in, like, the death of Superman, that's how they bring him back into the pool like they did in Justice League. He comes out, however, he comes out black suit, mullet, like what I was expecting to get from Superman. And this kind of goes into the reshoots as well we can get into, too. But the thing I didn't like in the movie, but I understand why they did it, was using the mother box to bring him back. I understand why they did it. Hey, Mm. we have a mother box. Let's try to use it 
AE plot device. Also, it furthers the plot by them saving Superman, giving Stephen Wolf the final mother box he needs. Yeah, giving him a chance to get that final mother box. However, I didn't like that. I didn't like it as a, this isn't how Superman's supposed to come back. Like, it is, but it's not. You're changing it. And that's to me where I'm like, I'm not going to harp on it a lot. You did it. That's fine. I just wouldn't have done it that way. I would have kept it more true to the comics because when Superman shoots out and comes, like, the mother box shoots him out and he's back and he's a little confused, I think it would have been a bigger gut punch to the audience mm-hmm. if you, not not using the mother box, but if you did it more close to the comics and he shot out and you see completely changed. Like, he's got the long hair. He's got the black suit to where it's like, holy shit, what have we done? What have we done? Why did we think bringing him back was going to work instead of just having shirtless Henry Cavill? Yeah, but I also get why they did that because it made a little bit more sense flowing through the movie. Yeah, I'm, the mother box thing, I'm totally pushed off to the side right now. I'm talking just about how they brought him back appearance-wise now. Yeah, well, no, I get I get why they did it because, I mean, does it really make a ton of sense um, – for him all of a sudden to appear in a, a black Superman suit when he was in his funeral attire. He was in a casket wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. I get like if you like why he maybe came back shirtless because maybe they took it off because they didn't know, like didn't want the mm-hmm. suit. They wanted it to work. But for him to come back, the mullet, I didn't care whether or whether I wanted or not. Them. You I want, you wanted the mullet. I'm a DC guy. I wanted the mullet. That's why I think you didn't care about the mullet. Oh, no, you're more I, of a mullet. You're more of a Marvel guy. Not a mullet guy. A Marvel guy. I, but I know about the mullet. I, I know the, the stuff about it. I just didn't care but do, enough about the mullet. And that's what I'm saying. I'm insinuating in a way. But, like, yeah. you don't have the same connection as the mullet. Maybe not. Do. No, maybe not. I didn't. Like, it would have been cool to see the mullet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing they probably could have thrown in there is because, like, but I didn't, the suit thing, I get why they didn't do that because he wasn't in like a Superman suit. And the mother where, box wouldn't have made the suit. The thing was just to bring him back to life. Well, and that's why I think, and this is us getting into semantics here. Yeah. You're thinking of it too realistically. We're, we're dealing with two things here. We're dealing with comics and superheroes. And the one thing by reading comics that I have learned, yeah. take every bit of logic that you have that is reality Throw it out the window because anything can happen between the pages. But remember, remember, it's a movie now, and we put more. Oh, I know. Lo- we put I, more logic into it. But that's that's also the thing that I mean. You can get into that conversation of does that ruin a superhero movie? Because to me, when I go and see a superhero movie, maybe it's because I'm a superhero guy, but I still want to see that. I oh, still want to superhero see, guy. No, no, you are too. <laughs> I'm but I'm messing. saying like I don't want to see to the book. Here is what like. Here's what physics is. I want to see, okay, this is your universe. Take me on a ride. And that's what I want to see. But the thing I really want to get into, because that conversation is going to derail us. I can smell it right now. Let's go on to the next. The thing I want to bring the soups conversation into. Yeah. And yeah, I just call them soups. But what I want to bring that into is back to the Joss Whedon reshoots. Okay. Because apparently, and this is from a screenwriter article the things that Joss Whedon had reshot, which is apparently more than I guess we were told, apparently all of Superman, or most of it, was reshot by Joss Whedon. Hmm. The relationship or the love interest between Wonder Woman and Batman, reshot by Joss Whedon. That's why it was in there, apparently. Yeah. Along with a lot of other things, like the jokes. When it comes to Superman, do you think... Obviously, we can't see what Zack Snyder intended. The only thing we can use is promotional items and what we saw in BVS and Man of Steel. What do you think? What are your thoughts on Joss Whedon's reshoot of Superman? I honestly, from what I saw of this Superman, I liked it. Mm -hmm. We got the Superman we should have gotten in the first place. The Superman we deserved. Yeah. It's not the Superman we need, but it's the one we deserve. Yeah. No, we don't need the dark, brooding Superman. Mm -hmm. We needed the Boy Scout Superman, the one who will make those corny-ish jokes, Mm -hmm. the one who is willing to just make a joke about 
being hurt or coming back to life and like, never mind, I want to die after I that like heart truth, explosion. But I also like justice. Bam! Punch in the face. But I mean, that's something that goes back to the point that Greg Miller said that I agree with and went off of is that's why with the mother box thing that I bitched about, mm-hmm. I'm not going to harp on it too yeah. much because I don't care. At this point, I don't care how we got here. We are here. We are with heroes that I love. And this is the one thing where I know like we get into like, oh, Marvel versus DC and which universe is doing better. I am just happy that I can go to a movie and see the DC characters that I love on a screen and be like, this is like me watching. I like I revert back to my younger self watching them on TV in the cartoons. Yeah. That's what I revert back to. Let's put it this way. If both if both of them are doing good, Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. we're all winning. Yeah. And that's where, as long as they're good movies for us to watch, I want to ask you, what did you think about the opening scene? Trying to think of what happened. The opening scene with the cell phone shot, the kids with Superman. Because a lot of reviews that I've looked at are ragging on this. I get why they used it. Was it like, oh, my God, this is amazing? No. But I understand why they gave in that little personal connection of yeah. an actual, like, kids. ADHD was the joke that I heard on the internet yeah. of them asking Superman questions. I'll put it this way. Was it necessary? No. But yes and no, because you know what? It's kind of the reminder of this mm-hmm. is who Superman was. The, the guy that would just step like step aside after saving what such another instead of just flying off mm-hmm. and take a little interview from little kids for like five minutes. He was that guy. And that like that's sort of a reminder of like in the beginning of the week of what what was lost, mm-hmm. what we lost, what the everyone lost. And then we get to go see what Lois Lane's going through, what his mother's going through, mm-hmm. what everyone else is going through with Superman dead. But that was just like the little hit of a reminder of, hey. This is who Superman was. Mm-hmm. He was a beacon of hope. And now he's gone. So I get it. Like, it wasn't necessary. Yes and no. Some people will say no. I say kind of yes, only because it kind of a, a hey, here's a reminder of who he was. Because how long ago was BVS? A while ago. Exactly. You didn't really. Like, he wasn't the necessarily the I think Superman. What, 2015 was BVS? I think so. I think it was That's like two years ago. So yeah, I get the. Let's keep the reminder in there. And plus, it's the. It was beginning of 2016, March of 2016. So it was a, almost like it was a, almost two years ago. Yeah, close to it. Close to this year upcoming March would be two years. So year and three fourths. Mm-hmm. If we're going exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. So I kind of feel like it kind of almost needed to be in there. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten away without doing it, but then, like, would it, would it, the rest of that part of being Superman being gone have the same well, impact? And that's to me, my problem with the beginning of the movie yeah. isn't just that. My problem with the beginning of the movie is it felt very snapshotty. Mm-hmm. Here's Batman. Batman takes down a guy. Here's a parademon. And you're first thinking, like, okay, has Batman been, Batman's probably been hunting these things. For a while, like he's trying to find out more about the parademon. Yeah. But then when he catches it, he goes to Alfred. We got one. You got one. This is the first one. And you're like, like that to me was I didn't know exactly where Batman like we got one. Oh, crap. We need to put this together. You don't even know what you're dealing with. Batman would want to know more about what he's dealing with before he jumps to a conclusion. The guy who has a million protocols for everything. The second one, then they jump to Wonder Woman. Amazing scene when she saves the um, kids, saves not the, the kids, the, but all, all the hostages. People. Yeah, yeah, there you go. From the terrorists and a shooting gun, ting, 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 going through and knocking back all the. The addition of music in this was amazing too. Yes, the Wonder Woman theme at that part. Did you? Yes, you heard the like. I noticed it at the end, and I was like, "Yes, I thought that's what it is." The '80s Batman theme was in there. The original Danny Elfman yeah. 80s Batman theme was in there. When Superman came back, it was very faint. But it was but there. you heard like the John, the John Williams, Williams Superman theme, oh, theme yeah. in there. And Danny Elfman did a great job. Yes, a he did. A great job with the score of this. But back to the beginning, like it just felt like snapshot, 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 snapshot. 
until like almost middle of the first act and towards the second act to where you're like, okay, I am grounded. Once they're all together, boom, phenomenal. Great move. Like great. I felt like it was a good time. You're sitting there. You're ready to go. But for that beginning, you're just like, you're kind of, you're easy, but you're kind of a little uneasy because you're like, I'm not grounded. You're taking me to too many snapshots too many times. I guess it was needed. That, well, it's, it wasn't too many snapshots. Mm-hmm. It was the Superman thing. Then we went into Batman. Then we went into Wonder Woman. Then we got like the story converging. Yeah. And it Which wasn't is, until they linked. To. It wasn't until they linked to where I'm like, okay, I am grounded now. I but felt I mean, very ungrounded at the beginning. It wasn't too bad because, I mean, we had to know what Batman was up mm-hmm. to. We had to know what Wonder Woman was up to. And then we can converge the two stories. Because mm-hmm. those are our two main people. We've had yeah. a Wonder Woman movie. We had BVS with Batman. Mm-hmm. So Batman's our main focus there because Superman's dead. Well, he was dead in this case. Well, I mean, you had the Lois Lane in the beginning, too. Yeah, you had a little Batman, bit of Batman, Wonder Woman, Lois Lane. I just felt like they weren't connect like. They weren't connected enough at the beginning. And I'm not saying, like, you need to connect it right away. But at least for me as a viewer, make me see a connection to why you are showing them in this order. I didn't see that. You could have flipped the order and it wouldn't have mattered. I don't think it really did necessarily. Well, and that's what I'm saying, why I felt, like, uneasy. And I'm like, okay, the beginning, not really grounded. What are we going with with this? And then, boom, they link it together. And it's fine from there on out. Yeah, I mean, I was fine with it only because I get I get why they jump, jump, mm-hmm. jump. Because you want to show, like, Superman's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, how everyone's dealing with what's going on. Because we do have the parademons going on. We have mm-hmm. this going on, blah, blah, blah. You know who I also liked in this one? Cyborg. Yes. The thing I loved about him. Here's the thing I was worried about with Cyborg. That it was going to be basically, like, every other time you focus on the Justice League. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aqua or Aquaman. Um <laughs> Aquaman. Cyborg's <laughs> off to the side. Where it's like Cyborg, we will Flash. we will go ahead and use you when we are needed. No development here. And he got arguably the most development out oh, of I any of the Justice agree. League heroes. This was basically like a cyborg origin story within a Justice League movie. Yes, and it was well done inside there. It wasn't mm-hmm. crammed in. So it actually fit really well, and I like his character development throughout the whole story. Because he went from <clears throat> him trying to deal with his powers constantly. Victor, re- you don't need to stay inside. Why would I go out there? <laughs> like, he's just standing over the window in a hoodie, just looking out all all sad like when his dad came home yeah. from the labs. Like every day, Victor, a, you're not a prisoner. Every day, there's a new new power to the suit. I don't understand what's going on. That was what, the best part. His dad goes, "What do you mean? <laughs> Couldn't do this yesterday." <laughs> or like that's the one thing I liked how he was gaining. It was gradually, yeah, getting there. Like and then he's like, oh wow, I am flipping. And then you see like Batcave, Batcave, Batcave. He's like, I can tap into stuff. Yeah, and that was cool just to see the powers gradually unfold for Cyborg. Which was nice because they show him do that. Like, it freaks him out at first because mm-hmm. he's um he's got his, po- like, his hands and he's like, sees, like, um stuff about, I think it's stuff about himself. Yeah. And he's going about through it. About his accident. Yeah. And then you see him going through it all. He keeps going through it. And then he sees the Batcave stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, then later on, Diana's on the computer and looking for him. It. He taps in. Why, he, like, he shuts everything off and goes, why are you looking for me? Mm-hmm. That was great. That was a great scene. I love the part where she goes, I need to talk to you. And he goes, you are right now. No, face to face. I'm old fashioned like that. I'm old fashioned like that. Which even those little ones are like, yeah, she she is old. I get it. Old fashioned. Uh-huh. She's, been a, she's been around for a while. I want to jump ship once more. Okay. Steppenwolf. What did you think? Because a lot of people did not like Steph- Steppenwolf. I don't know a lot about Steppenwolf. We did do the one mm-hmm. podcast about of him. What to expect and from I him. And I learned about him. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm not like you. I don't know yeah. about him. Uncle um, Darkseid wants to be, and here's the one thing I thought they got perfectly with it. Yeah. Steppenwolf, I almost said Darkseid. Steppenwolf's a guy where, yes, I am Darkseid's um, underling. Uncle. Like he, oh, yeah. Darkseid's my superior because he's more powerful than mm-hmm. I am. However, I yearn to be better than Darkseid because I am the uncle. I should superior. I should have superiority over you. Yeah. And you got that when he says in the movie, this is my right 
This, like Earth is owned owed to me. Like this is my planet. Let me take it. Like you get that emotion from yeah, Stephen exactly. Wolf. No, that that definitely I get that, and also I love how um cold he was. Why does we have families? Keep, why does everyone keep saying basically? Everyone, like, why does that matter to me? Yeah, exactly. Like the one guy goes, "We all don't kill us. We all have families." Everyone keeps saying that to me. Yeah. Like, like he, just, he like, doesn't understand Like, it. why are you guys saying that? I don't care if you have families. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, he is cold as hell. And, mm-hmm. like, it, I love I love the feeling of it. And he kind of gave me a little bit, like, mm-hmm. not a major chill. He gave me a little bit of a chill. I'm going to ask you in this. In my core. Do you think he was a solid villain overall? Because, yet again, I don't get this because I didn't think he was a horrible villain. There's a ton of people out there that are like, Stefan Wolf is terrible. There's even the news of Joss Whedon, I guess, liked a tweet bashing Stefan Wolf. And then everyone starts bashing. Like, there's screenshots of it in Joss Whedon's wow. liked section. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that was Joss. Don't know if it was something someone else. I'm assuming that half the time these famous people don't run their own Twitters. Probably not. They pay people to do that for them. Yeah. And... The thing that people were then going is, how could you do that? Did you overall as a villain? What did you think of Stefan? I, thought he, was I good. thought he was okay. Wasn't phenomenal. No, but it was good for the movie we got. He wasn't any hella. I mean, no, I'm kidding. No, can't I can't compare it to DC. They've I'm been joking. running. They're basically Barry Allen Speed Force, like years down the line. Yes, I was joking. He's not tripping over his own feet at that I, I was point. making I know, a joke. Defending um, my product though. Yeah, no, I thought he was a good villain. Mm-hmm. He was I mean he wasn't like they they were they'll, they'll get better. Mm-hmm. But I mean this was probably their first major villain they had to put out, so I mean no, I thought he was good. He did it, like he did the job well of making the story run mm-hmm. of the way it needed to. Like I said, he was cold. He mm-hmm. was um harsh. He didn't care who he killed. He didn't care how he killed him as long as he got what he wanted. You know what's interesting? And this goes back to the reshoots kind of question. Yeah. Is it's interesting to see where it looks like DC is going to go with future villains. Yeah. Because end of BVS, we're talking dark side. We're talking, ooh, that means Stefan Wolf's going to be in here. Basically, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy with... Ego, the living planet. True. Here is a cosmic entity that is going to come and destroy the Earth. Notice during this movie, they only mentioned Darkseid once. Yeah. One time. Stephen Wolf said his name one time for Darkseid. Only time we've heard his name through the entire movie. This goes into the reshoots because apparently the entire mythology that Zack Snyder wanted to use mm-hmm. has been was reshot. Joss Whedon changed that. Do you think the end and this goes to the end credit and we'll get into the Injustice League, League Legion of Doom discussion of it looks like what they are looking to do is go for more human villains. To where at the end of this, I'll be honest, I was expecting a dark side like you and me joked Kind of like Thanos of fine. I'll Uncle do it. couldn't do it. I'll, I'll do, do it, it myself. myself. Put the gauntlet on. Yeah, no. Takes the mother boxes, puts them together. Yeah. Boom tube. But we didn't get that. Instead, like when they were at the prison and you see like Lex standing there, my first thought was no. No, 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 no. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. Because Eisenberg left a bad taste in my mouth. Not him personally, but his character as the Joker. Because let's be honest, he didn't play Lex Luthor in Batman <laughs> vs. Superman. He played the G played a pretty damn good Joker. A better Joker than we got with Jared Leto. Yes. Which led me to question the casting there. But <laughs> I was I was panicking a little bit in my head. Because I'm like, no. This isn't Darkseid. What is this? What are they teasing? What move? Like, what are they going here? And then it all came together when it turns around and it's not Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, it's some random guy. And it's like, huh. Okay. And then you see the boat come up. Boom. Injustice League, Legion of Doom. 
it looks like, and maybe you can put this in the Joss Whedon reshoot category, mm-hmm. it looks like DC, Jeff Johns, somebody is saying maybe we're biting off too much than too much than we can chew with the whole dark side thing. People might not be into that. Let's go with more recognizable villains and more relatable villains on the human side with this Lex Luthor, Legion of Doom, and Justice League put together. Yeah, I think that maybe the idea is like let's not just let's not right away dive into the deep end. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, start in the shallows and work our way towards that because like let's if, develop these characters a little more. Yeah, well, not just that. Like, do you want to expend Dark Side like that? No. Or do you want to have all the like they them fight these other villains and then at the end of like their mm-hmm. phase whatever they're going to put it. I know think, they're not doing phases, but think about it this way. And I will compare it to Marvel at this point. Yeah. Marvel didn't jump right into Thanos. No. They let us get to know these characters for a decade. Yeah, exactly. Then jumped into Thanos. We got a, well, hinted at it throughout, we but taste. we're not getting a Thanos movie until 10 years after this whole thing started. Exactly. I'm saying we we got a taste of Thanos finally out of... No, we, I think we got a little hint of him in um, Avengers, the first one. That's right. Him after in the chair. Avengers, he turns around. But like the, the side yeah, smile. Age that was of, it. Age of Ultron was the I'll do it myself. Yeah. So yeah, no, we didn't we we got a taste of him. Mm-hmm. Just a little hint of him in the what, the fifth or sixth mm-hmm. movie in? And then then we like in the like the second we like I said, end of phase one, we got a hint of him just smiling, mm-hmm. side smile. Yeah. Phase two, we finally got him talk. And say one line. Mm-hmm. We won't get him again until the end of Phase 3. Yeah. And that's, that's how Marvel's doing it. So, yeah, DC's good by not, like, if they decide to do this, let's do a bunch of smaller villains first. Mm-hmm. Let's just not let's just not ruin our big, biggest, one of our well, biggest I mean, villains. Not just a smaller villain. Let's have a team of villains. And let's just not go into Dark Side right away. We're, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm totally, you hit the nail on the head. I'm fine with that because... Dark side is exactly what Thanos is in the MCU of the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, exactly. If Dark Side's coming to your planet, he is going to destroy you. And I would rather see them go up like and that's the thing I go back to. Get us used to these characters. Let us develop these characters. So then when Dark Side does come, I do care that Batman's gonna die. I do like I'm regular Joe Schmo at this point. I'm not Ricky Woodburn. I care that Wonder Woman's going to die. I care that Miller's Flash is going to die. I care that Cyborg's going to die. Exactly. I care that Momoa's Aquaman will die because I've never cared about Aquaman until this point. Exactly. That's what I want to feel in this movie. That's why I'm fine with pushing Darkseid off to the side and going with the more humanistic and more human villains in this movie. Yeah, no, more relatable villains that like, hey, or not just, I don't want to say relatable, the lower tier villains. Well, they're relatable because they're human. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to more so say, and this is no offense to the mm-hmm. villains themselves or anyone who, anyone it's who's fans of them. It's hard to relate to a entity that is not human and is Well, cosmic. I'm more so saying a low, I'm saying let's stick with the, start with the lower tier mm-hmm. villains and work our way up because Darkseid is like way up here. Yeah. You want to start with the people that are here. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to take those first steps. Yeah. And like I said, it's Marvel. It's like it's just like Marvel. I like how they're gonna do save him for later. Because like, mm-hmm. if let's say with Marvel did it the opposite way, we dove right into Thanos. Where would we go? Yeah, exactly. Let's you not- gotta you gotta crawl and walk before you run. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But the last thing I want to hit, and yes. you notice the jump cut. We we're going kind of long with this. If you're on YouTube, you notice the jump cut. If on Block Talk Radio, it just seemed kind of like whoa, Ricky changed directives there of the last thing I want to mention with this is the last credit scene. Like we're talking about here. Yeah. What are they going to go to exactly? Because we know Deathstroke's there. We know Lex Luthor is there. There's two ways they can go. The first thing I thought of was my super friends knowledge of the Legion of doom. And, and now it's all about the Legion of doom and all about, and we've also seen them in, like, Justice League Doom. Yeah. We saw the Legion of Doom there as well. There's also the Injustice League, which yes. is kind of the same thing. Sort of. Same concept, different 
different lineup. Yeah, and I mean, the reason why I'm thinking more of the Injustice League, right now there are more people in that roster that we are either going to get or ha- already have in the universe. Hmm. Lex Luthor, Black Manta, Catwoman. There's, um, I think, Dr. Light at some point, um, but Penguin was referenced. If we get a Green Lantern movie, of course Sinestro is going to be a part of that. Yep. We've got the Joker's already there. Deathstroke is there. We've already got Harley Quinn. Poison Ivy's rumored in um, Gotham City Sirens. And then the reverse Flash, I'm assuming, will be in Flashpoint. So to me, that's what I think they're going more towards the Injustice League rather than a Legion of Doom. But really, they can call it whatever they want and just base it off of both of these. Exactly. I mean, you can have line up for one and call it the other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't. What would you rather them call it? The Injustice League and go off of basically Lex Luthor's rhyme of, well, they're building a league. We might build a league of our Why shouldn't we build a league of our own? I feel like they're going to, thinking about they may just go Injustice League mm-hmm. as, as opposed to Legion of Doom. Because that just brings I love that, the Legion of Doom. That just brings back that voice zone. I don't know if they're going to. They they, they gonna want to go that direction. They gonna want they they don't got Johnny talking like talking like he doesn't know what words are right now. I don't know what words are. No, I feel like they don't. They may not want to go that direction mm-hmm. in t- uh, specifically. Yeah, they may want to just go. Well, we'll call it the Injustice League. I am excited for this. I am too. More excited than eh, I don't know if I'd be more excited than a dark side if they went dark side. But I don't know. And this is the last point I have before we'll go into. The last part of it is the big thing that will haunt this movie is the reshoots. I don't know why. I I love I I love where we're at right now. Exactly. Don't care how we got there. It kind of looks like Zack Snyder was looking more towards of the mythology, the old gods getting us ready for a battle with Darkseid. I am fine with them. Okay, Stefan Wolf Kamen's gone. Yeah. And then we're basically because that's how they would do it in like animated series too where it's like one episode here's this and then five episodes go by you've forgotten about that completely and then it's like boom holy shit dark side's here like oh my god i forgot that that even the heroes yeah. have forgotten that has happened because so much time so much time so many by. other things have happened so yeah so i am completely i am excited for this put together of a villain team yes. within the DCU, because guess what? It's something different. Marvel didn't put together a team of no, we didn't. super villains, but really, like with DC, that is in our comics, that is in our animated films and stuff, is these super villains that get together and form a team. Let's get into it though, the final part. Yes. Let's start with this. Who's your show stealer or your MVP for Justice League? I want to give it um, to Cyborg, Victor Stone, um, Ray Fisher. Okay. I really liked, like, in, in the short amount of time, the character development for Johnny, him. Johnny is living the Borg life. Yes. As Fisher has worn shirts on set that say Borg life. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Um, no, I just like his character development. I like where his mm-hmm. character was at point A and all the way to point B. I liked what they did, he did with Cyborg. Personal personality and everything. I mean, I liked the Flash. I liked Momo. I liked Gal Gadot. They were all mm-hmm. great. I just want to give it to him because I saw the most character development of all of it. And as well as I liked, like, there was a fine line you could have done with either making or ruining Cyborg. Mm-hmm. There's a very fine line well, right there. You could have either, either put him in too much or you could have not used him at all. Exactly. And that's where I think they rode that that line nicely and that's why we got like i was happy with cyborg and Same. development we basically got an origin story like i said for cyborg yeah it's not just that though i like again the actor himself could have like fine line of mm-hmm. ruining it or making it great mm-hmm. he well i mean he did make it good I, I there's a fine line where he could have dove the other way and just completely derailed cyborg i'm gonna give a honorable mention okay jeremy irons Yes. I almost true. wanted to give this to Alfred. Yeah. I almost wanted I to did make like Alfred a lot of our clips. show stealer because 
Here's the thing I loved most, and I know I didn't talk about Alfred at all in this. Yeah. The thing I loved most about Alfred is he felt like Alfred. Yeah. It felt like an Alfred to to the Batman we have that has a relationship like the one I remember from the animated Batman series. the animated series. And the way he would just the how he would talk to Bruce, the jokes he would make to Bruce. Of course it was a little different than the animated series because the animated series Alfred was like butler with nose in the air and it's like very proper in English and like an English butler. Yeah. Whereas this one was yeah, he's got that English side to him, but it's more like a down to earth Alfred. Yeah. Best line is well, at least somebody's getting a date. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like how he would just have those one liners, that is what Alfred is. That's why he gets my honorable mention. Yes. My show stealer though has to be and I'm gonna screw his name up, Ezra Miller. Yeah, no, Did you I got it right. right? That's Ezra right. Miller, The Flash. Yeah. Barry Allen was great in this. And yeah. that's the comedy that he brought, is it different than The Flash I remember? Yes. However, the core is still there. Yeah, exactly. The core is still there, and for The Flash they introduced, loved every scene. Every scene with The Flash, loved them, especially the one, I'm going to get, I'm getting the jump on Superman. Why is he turning his head? How is he able to turn his head Oh no, panic, adjust. What do I do? Punch. <laughs> that was great. No, that was one of the one of the best scenes Just in the movie. Just seeing his face like what He's the like, fuck? Yeah, you know what? He like no one can see me this fast. I'm going to get the jump on him. And then he like Superman turns his head, you can see all the corner of his head. He goes, "Oh shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also love how he's directionally challenged. Yes. I hope this is east and then also Let's go. I, I've never seen the Pacific. That's that way. That way. <laughs> but that is something, too, that post credit scene we didn't talk about. Yeah. The race against Superman and the Flash. I like that they put that in there. That was they nice. Have, I liked it. They have mentioned that twice in the comics. Yes. With races. And there was one um, tile I remember from the old comic where... Superman, like, they ran in space because they were going so fast. Yeah. And Superman turns off to the side and he's like, I'll go around this universe. It has a red sun. Whereas Flash could run right through it. Superman, he he goes through that. He loses his powers. Yeah. He loses the race. So I remember that from reading that as a kid. You know who else was really good in this? Hmm. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Oh, Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. How yep, do you yep. forget J.K. Sim? Like, the one thing that I did sorry, like I about to, him. I don't remember the actor's name yeah. to the role. That's why. I did when he didn't have the trench coat on and the hat and he was in, like, um, GCPD. I was like, holy shit, he looks like Jim Gordon. He looks like almost, he looks more like Jim Gordon than almost did yeah. as Jim Gordon in Dark Knight. And he that's looks true. pretty much like Jim Gordon Here's one thing I want to bring we up to you because you're a Marvel fan. Not sponsored. They are not sponsoring this podcast. No, they're not. Um, what I do want to bring up to you, and this is what I heard on a different podcast about the Justice League movie. Are you now, because it seems like he's not as rock solid and didn't have a bigger role as many thought he would in this. Are you now more confident that Marvel can steal him back to be JJJ? We could if we wanted to have him. Um, Do you want to see him back as J. Jonah Jameson? I haven't heard anything about bringing J. Jonah Jameson in yet. Not asking that. I'm asking, do you want to? Not Uh, asking if you've heard. I would like him for J. Jonah Jameson because he did a great job. (laughs) Johnny, I haven't heard anything. That's not what I'm asking, Johnny. The reason I was saying it is because, first off, I didn't hear anything about going on with that. Nope, I'm just asking to ask. Would I like him for it? Yeah, because he did a great job in the Mm -hmm. other Spider-Man movies. Are they going to? Probably not because of what they they keep recasting like they mm-hmm. like from just the the Spider Man that they had and then they recasted it for oh well Disney has it so no we don't want that Spider Man the one now. thing that I know J K Simmons I believe has said is mm-hmm. he would love to come back and play the role yes so that is one where did a great uh, Gordon in this one I would love to see him in as J J J have him be in both of them doesn't have to be in just one could exactly. be in both franchises. How about the more important part? Out of five mother boxes, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it a four out of five. It was okay. a great movie. There were some little things that like weren't like there there, but 
I thought it was a great movie. I'm going to give it a four as well. And the thing that I'm coming from is this was a movie. I was happy with it. Like I said, the end where I ended the most happy with where mm-hmm. these characters ended. I don't care how we got here. We are now here with the characters that I love. And this is how I remember them being from my childhood. However, it wasn't like Thor, like at the end of Thor Ragnarok, Mm-hmm. I was through the roof. With, yeah, exactly. Not just laughing, but with like, it was just a great ride all the way through. Didn't really have any negatives. This one had a few negatives, but it wasn't like a BVS where I was like, holy crap, this is a turd. This is a complete <laughs> turd on my day. And I did not just see it once. I saw it twice. Yeah. So I put myself through that. I saw it once with you guys, um, with our main group of friends. Yeah, you were steaming. Hated it. Then I saw it twice with my cousin, Karen, and me and her just made fun of it the whole time. So yeah. it made it more enjoyable when you have someone there to just, because I'm like, it is so bad. You don't want to see it. She's like, no, I do. I want to laugh at it. And I want to make jokes about it. And that's what we did. Like, I hated the, I hated how they introduced the parademons. Didn't hate the parademons in Justice League. Yeah. Didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. But in, in BVS, it was like, why are there effing parademons? Why are they here? Why are you throwing them down my throat? This is where I turn on to you guys. What do you guys think? Let us know down below in the comment section. What did you think of Justice League? What did you think of anything that we talked about in regards to Justice League? And then finally, our housekeeping done in the podcast. Patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast down below in the description to help us out more than watching and listening. And then finally, go on to iTunes, please. Give us that five-star rating. Rick and Johnny Podcast, The Onside Kick, The Primetime Podcast, and The Fast Break. Thank you guys for watching on YouTube and or listening on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker. Johnny and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.